Hello and welcome to the first three shifts edition of the new year by Six Pages. The source for far-reaching market shifts and what they mean. It's January 8th, 2021. I'm Eric Thompson, and here are the three shifts that you need to know this week. One, the U.S. Corporate Transparency Act effectively bans anonymous shell companies. Two, controversially, the EPA will prioritize studies based on publicly available data. And three, OpenAI reveals its new DALI model that can generate images from text. Shift one, the U.S. Corporate Transparency Act effectively bans anonymous shell companies. In a year that has already highlighted the divides in the U.S., the passing of the National Defense Authorization Act, NDAA, was a notable example of bipartisan agreement. Congress overwhelmingly voted on January 1st to override the presidential veto of the NDAA. The $740 billion spending bill included a landmark piece of legislation called the Corporate Transparency Act, which effectively bans anonymous shell companies from being formed in the U.S. The measure is expected to reduce the United States' role as a leading haven for financial secrecy, which can enable money laundering, tax evasion, and terrorism financing. The Corporate Transparency Act requires new corporations and limited liability companies, LLCs, to confidentially disclose the name, address, birth date, and a unique ID for the entity's beneficial owners to the Treasury Department's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, or FinCEN. A beneficial owner is defined as an individual who owns a 25% stake, has quote-unquote substantial control, or receives quote, substantial economic benefits, end quote, with exclusions for agents, employees, and creditors. Existing corporations and LLCs must also disclose beneficial owners within two years of the act taking effect, after Treasury regulations are issued, expected later this year. Companies must also update FinCEN within one year of any changes. FinCEN will manage the private database with entity data and share with financial institutions and law enforcement as needed and upon request. Willfully providing false information or failure to report is punishable by up to $10,000 in fines and two years in prison. Certain companies are excluded from reporting requirements, including wide classes of publicly traded, regulated, nonprofit, and pooled investment entities. Companies with over 20 full-time U.S. employees, over $5 million in annual revenue, and a physical U.S. office are also exempt. Among legitimate companies, most of the new requirements will be borne by very small startups and businesses, along with their owners and investors. This is a radical overhaul of corporate regulation in the U.S., which puts the onus of reporting on companies rather than banks, and the onus of collecting on the federal government rather than state governments. The act has broad support from both parties, as well as law enforcement, business groups, and the state of Delaware, where many companies are registered. The act will make it harder for people to hide and use proceeds from illegal or corrupt activities. For example, laundering by drug cartels and human traffickers, and real estate investment by kleptocratic foreign leaders or avoid paying taxes on those proceeds. For instance, one New York Federal Reserve study found that loss of anonymity resulted in a 70% decline in all cash transactions by corporations. The act also makes it harder to set up a company for the purpose of committing a crime or other unsavory activity, for example, bribery and hush money. Enthusiasm for anti-corruption transparency legislation has been growing since 2017, inspired in part by a 2016 Global Witness report New York Times investigatory series from 2016 to 2018, and the 2016 leak of the Panama Papers. 
Some have viewed the U.S., where almost 2 million corporations and LLCs are formed each year, as the easiest country in the world to form anonymous shell companies. The U.S. joins a growing global effort among developed nations to crack down on anonymous shell companies. The U.K. and the E.U. both have similar disclosure requirements. While the U.S. has a history of not sharing tax information with other countries, the Corporate Transparency Act specifically allows for sharing of entity ownership information with U.S. allies in support of investigations. Certain industries will benefit from the regulation. It will make it easier for the banking industry, which has been supportive of the new law, to comply with prior requirements that banks identify real account owners. Other financial institutions can also participate in FinCEN information sharing to help them comply with customer due diligence requirements. However, it still remains to be seen what the Treasury's regulations will look like once issued, and how effectively they can be enforced. To read more content related to financial regulation and government monitoring, check out our September 2nd, 2020 brief, The Future of the Global Stock Exchanges, and our April 15th, 2020 brief, Geolocation Tracking in the Expansion of Government Surveillance. Shift 2. Controversially, the EPA will prioritize studies based on publicly available data. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, put a new rule into effect this week called, quote, Strengthening Transparency in Pivotal Science Underlying Significant Regulatory Actions in Influential Scientific Information, end quote. It requires the prioritization of scientific studies that are based on publicly available underlying dose-response data and future EPA rulemaking. Dose-response data is information regarding the effect of a dose of a given substance. Conversely, the rule requires the EPA to deprioritize studies that use anonymized or undisclosed data and to disclose all of the studies it uses. The new rule gives the EPA administrator the ability to make exceptions on a case-by-case basis, though the administrator must document their rationale. Certain criteria for exceptions are described in the rule. For example, Technological or other barriers that make data sharing infeasible, older studies not conducted with data access in mind, conflicts with laws and regulations related to privacy, and confidentiality or national security. However, the final criterion on the list, if, quote, the factors used indicate full consideration is justified, end quote, effectively gives the EPA administrator broad discretion. According to EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler, the intention is to improve transparency in rulemaking and prevent political cherry-picking of research. However, critics, which include 55 public health, medical, academic, and scientific groups, including the American Medical Association and American Association for the Advancement of Science, as well as former EPA advisors, say the rule could prevent the EPA from using the most consequential research with the strongest scientific evidence. Many of the large epidemiological studies on populations use confidential patient data, such as health records and lifestyle information. The rule comes on the heels of other recent EPA moves under the Trump administration perceived to be political in nature, damaging its credibility. For instance, the EPA declined to fully ban asbestos, decided not to regulate perchlorate, which has been linked to fetal and infant brain damage, rejected a prior EPA finding that the widely used pesticide chlorpyrifos stunts brain development in children, and declined to increase air quality standards for ozone and soot. In some cases, the EPA declined to act based on lack of access to raw data, excluding epidemiological studies and then calling findings quote-unquote inconclusive. Environmental groups are drawing ties to an old big tobacco strategy. A memo from that era 
to R.J. Reynolds from an advisor suggests that, quote, a mechanism to control EPA and other regulatory bodies was to insist on full transparency from scientific studies and ensure they can be reproduced, end quote. The desired effect was to narrow the body of evidence available to substantiate harm to public health, resulting in greater uncertainty and inaction. While the recent EPA rule should technically only impact future rulemaking, many existing regulations are renewed or reconsidered every few years, meaning long-standing rules could be impacted. The new rule largely puts the selection of scientific studies in the hands of the EPA administrator. With the incoming EPA administrator already appointed, it's not clear whether the rule will have a meaningful impact on the EPA's use of science going forward. The Biden administration is considered likely to overturn the rule, reverting to the prior established peer review process for any data relied upon by the EPA. To read more content related to environmental regulation and action, check out our September 25th, 2020, Three Shifts edition, Big Four accounting firms released the first coordinated ESG reporting standards. And our February 26th, 2020 brief, Billions in Climate Funding from Bezos, Microsoft, KKR, and others. Why now? Shift 3. OpenAI reveals its new Dolly model that can generate images from text. OpenAI, creator of GPT-3, perhaps the best-known natural language model out there, unveiled this week two new AI models that connect and translate between images and text. The first, Dolly, a portmanteau of Dolly and Wally, can generate images from text. For instance, drawing an image based on the text description, quote, an armchair in the shape of an avocado, end quote. The second, Clip, can learn what is represented in images from captions and use that knowledge to recognize other images, such as a television studio or country line dancing. Dolly is a smaller 12 billion parameter version of GPT-3, which has 175 billion parameters, that can draw images based on a short text phrase. It can do so fairly effectively, even in response to a complicated prompt, such as, quote, a baby daikon radish in a tutu walking a dog, end quote, drawing multiple versions in different styles. The model's ability to combine different ideas into plausible and even attractive visual results initially surprised even its creators. Showcase results were based on Dolly's best 32 images according to Clip, based on the prompt. Industry observers say Dolly's accuracy and versatility surpass existing text-to-image generators. Still, it has kinks to work at. It struggles with words that have multiple meanings, for example, glasses. At times, its outputs can be unpredictable and fragile to minor changes in the language of the prompt. Industry watchers also suspect it is partly drawing from memory, rather than generating fully novel images, something GPT-3 is notorious for. Clip, Contrastive Language Image Pre-Training, is an image recognition system that can learn what an image is based on a caption, like Pepper the Aussie Pup, rather than a labeled dataset, like the word dog. The AI was pre-trained by asking it to predict which caption among a random set of 33,000 was the most correct for a given image and then trained using 400 million image caption pairs found online. Because Clip learns to connect a wide array of objects with the words used to describe them, it can generalize to identify objects outside of its training set and is less likely to be duped by subtle image alterations. However, it's less capable with specialized tasks, such as satellite imagery classification and tumor detection. Dolly and Clip are the latest releases from OpenAI, 
which last year launched its first commercial product in private beta, the general-purpose Natural Language OpenAI API based on GPT-3. OpenAI has also released a music-generating neural net called Jukebox, which can generate music samples with artificially generated lyrics in a variety of genres and styles. Ultimately, OpenAI wants to create a language model with, quote, safe artificial general intelligence, end quote, an ambitious goal many experts believe we are far from achieving. Connecting language to visual understanding is viewed as a promising way to help AI understand our world better. OpenAI has recognized, however, that there are potential societal issues. For instance, while Dolly's output is not polished and would require editing, it could eventually have an impact on professions such as stock photographers and illustrators, whose work found online might actually be used in the training set. There is also, quote, the potential for bias in the model outputs, end quote. GPT-3 and CLIP have already demonstrated bias in tests. Finally, the AI models have the potential for misuse and disinformation, which, as we know, can cause real-life harm. To read more content related to OpenAI and synthetic media, check out our June 19th, 2020, Three Shifts edition. OpenAI releases an enormous general-purpose language API for commercial use. In our October 15th, 2019 brief, the advance of deepfakes is spurring new countermeasures. That's it for this week's Three Shifts edition. If you'd like to read more content and you're not already subscribed, head to sixpages.com to sign up for free summaries of our deeply researched briefs and the Three Shifts edition straight to your inbox. Keep an eye out for our upcoming brief on the growing promise and requirements for 5G. And talk to you again on next week's Three Shifts edition.